I'm Samantha Olds Fry, CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, and this is Sam Says, a podcast series focused on Illinois Medicaid managed care. Hello, I'm DeRondel Beverly with the Gemini Group, and welcome to Sam Says. On today's episode, we sit down with Don Trainer, Government Programs Manager, and Dr. Henry Lotzall, Illinois State Dental Director of Avisis, a guardian company, and I'm Hip Trusted Partner to discuss oral health in Illinois. But before we do that, let me welcome our special guest host today. We have Elena Kennedy, the Chief Operating Officer of I'm Hip. Elena, how are you today? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on today. Of course, of course. We appreciate you being here. And let's welcome our special guests. Again, we have Don Trainer and Dr. Henry Lotzoff, both of Avesis, a guardian company. Gentlemen, welcome to Sam Says. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate you both being here. And uh, yeah, so let's jump right into today's discussion. Uh, today, we're again, we're talking about oral health in Illinois. But before we do that, Don, let's uh, level set for our listeners. Please lay the foundation for us. Uh, who is Avesis and leverage your, organi- your organization services and Medicaid population? Give us a little bit more about that. Sure. So since 1978, Avesis has offered ancillary benefits management for both commercial and government health plans across the country. Today, we manage dental, eye care, and hearing benefits for more than 6 million covered lives in 14 states and the District of Columbia. We manage dental and eye care for two Medicaid managed care plans in Illinois, serving nearly 650,000 unique Illinois members who are enrolled in Medicaid. We deliver comprehensive third-party administrative services combined with network, clinical, and quality management organized around five key principles. The principles include the four components of the quadruple aim, which are improving care quality, increasing member satisfaction, improving the satisfaction of providers, and lowering costs. And then the fifth principle is simplifying administration. Don, I think you forgot one other principle, passion. There is one thing is true about it. It is passionate people, knowledgeable and passionate people who really are dedicated to the work. And so I was so excited when I had the opportunity to interview all of you today because I have learned so much about dental, the dental and oral health space because of you all. And I really gotten jazzed about uh, this topic. So with that, I am really excited to just dive into the work. You know, ultimately, one of the things that I've learned from all of you is that routine dental examinations are really important tools in evaluating overall health. And, you know, is an invaluable tool in our toolbox of healthcare for early detection and for preventative services for numerous medical conditions. You know, and as all of you know who are listening today and uh, to our panelists who are talking to, Illinois Medicaid managed care health plans in the state are very focused on improving HEDA scores and member health outcomes. So, you know, ultimately, what, you know, do quality dental care plans and initiatives and Medicaid look like, and how do they help address uh, early detection and prevention for medical conditions? Sure. So um, HEDIS is sort of the gold standard for measuring healthcare quality. And there's really one dental HEDIS measure, which is called the annual dental visit measure or ADV. Uh, that measure ensures that all members age two to 20 receive an annual dental visit. 
And we've been running our provider outreach program with one of our managed care partners in Illinois for the last couple of years and actually have achieved very positive results. As a part of the program, we identify members who have not attended their annual dental visit to their dental home so that the care team at the provider office can reach out to them. In the most recent external quality review published by the state, it was shown that the ADV rates for our plan partner were both above NCQA's 75th percentile and more than five percentage points above the state average. In addition to our ADV provider outreach program, we have a number of other programs that are dental centric that are targeted at the various components of the quadruple aim. A couple of examples are, we have member outreach programs that include care coordination to assist members with scheduling, as well as barriers such as social determinants of health needs. We have diabetes programs, such as one that facilitates members receiving an HbA1c test as a part of their regular dental visit. We have a modern pain management program that prevents excessive opioid prescribing. And we have teledentistry programs, such as one that assists members with addressing urgent dental needs instead of finding it necessary to visit the ER. And that's really just the tip of the proverbial iceberg as far as our programs go. Our programs are at the heart of what separates us from other benefits administrators. Well, even in the tip, you've just noted so many items in there. You're talking about opiates, you're talking about diabetes. I think these are very untraditional elements and aspects when you originally think of dental or oral health. You know, and I think that building upon some of those items and some of those initiatives, we've come to learn that it's especially important for maternal health. And here in Illinois, we're very focused on addressing maternal health. All of the health plans have a variety of initiatives targeting that space. And as we've come to learn at, regarding oral health access, you know, dental disease in pregnant women is associated with preterm birth, low birth weight, gestational diabetes, all of which can harm uh, the baby. And as we are continuously trying to invest in that maternal and infant health space, we really have to also be talking about oral health. So what can members who are pregnant expect from their mouth when they are expecting? And what are some initiatives that you all have done specifically targeted for expecting mothers? Well, we have, um, the literature has demonstrated uh, time and time again, a correlation between oral hygiene and low birth weight uh, babies. So to that end, we uh, try and develop our program and the way we administer stuff to make it easier for pregnant women to get in and see the, dent see the dentist. Because we know that if they have this care, their, the chances of their our babies being more healthy is good. And, we, and as the mouth is part of the body, we want to do everything we can to get our members healthy, get their babies healthy, and just have a better outcome all the way around. Yeah, so Avesis has a suite of programs under what we call the Connect to Care umbrella, um, which are programs that are quite literally connecting members to needed care, which is why we call them Connect to Care. Uh, one example of our Connect to Care programs is our Expectant Mothers program, which we're actively running with one of our Illinois health plan partners today. The health plans actively engaged in care management with their pregnant members. And as a part of that work, they are referring pregnant members to an Avesis phone line dedicated to the Expectant Mothers program. Those members are introduced to care coordination with Avesis that educates them on the importance of receiving dental care during their pregnancy based on those factors that Dr. Lotsoff discussed and then assist them with scheduling needed visits via three-way calls to their dental providers. Mm. Once the member completes their dental visit, they receive a program diaper bag kit that includes a diaper bag, a baby toothbrush, a baby teething ring, 
a baby teeth keepsake, and a baby memories book. In addition to direct referrals to the program by the Health Plan Care Management Department, the dedicated care coordination phone number is also communicated to members and member newsletters and other member communications that make the pregnant members aware of the program. What I'm really hearing a lot is collaboration. I'm hearing a lot of collaboration that takes the member, in this case, maybe mom, expecting mom, um, her voice into perspective, the care coordinator's perspective as well, the Medicaid managed care plan also involving them as well as the provider. It really talks about collaborating with all of those different entities to really make sure that we're investing in their overall health, including their uh, overall oral health and, and dental health. You know, but I, I imagine, you know, Dr. Lotsoff, you and I have had a lot of discussions outside of this forum and space talking about how COVID has impacted this work and has impacted uh, oral health in general, not only in Illinois, but across the country. And so I'd love to dive into that a little bit more. While there's these amazing initiatives and while these things are going on, what have you seen during COVID and how will do you think that will continue to impact things uh, moving forward as we continue to slowly come out of uh, stay-at-home orders and all of that now with vaccination? Well, I think COVID has affected the way we've delivered dental care tremendously. Part of the uh, thing going on is the the guidance that we get from the CDC or the only Department of Public Health it changes from time to time. But as a general model, in the dental office, we are unable to see as many uh, patients as we used to before. It's not so much once we start the procedure, that goes about the same. But the turnaround time due to uh, all the additional infection control issues that COVID has brought uh, just limits the number of uh, members we can see. That being said, uh, we're working with the dental community to help with them on seeing more patients in a safe manner. There's also another part of it that deals with the patients themselves in that there can be sometimes a little reticent to going into the dental office because of the contagiousness of COVID. And we've worked with our dental offices on that and how to uh, communicate with their members and let them know about the safety that's there uh, with our providers. And that's just really part of uh, what we do, what we call our, our peer-to-peer provider-centric uh, model. And that is that uh, we have people like myself actively communicating with the dental office, developing relationships with them. And this can help get more members in to be treated. And getting the members treated is the ultimate goal to improve their oral health. Mm -hmm. You know, I really like that last bit you were also talking about is developing those relationships. It gets back to also what Don and I were talking about. It takes a village. It's that collaboration factor. You know, with COVID, we had to rethink strategies. How do we communicate to our members? How do we, as Medicaid managed care health plans, then communicate also to our provider partners? And how does that all work within that ecosystem? And so it's provided a lot of opportunities and, and an ability to reassess things. As part of that as well, you know, we had to rethink how are we supporting social determinants of health? How are we talking about that? How are we having conversations with providers about that? How are the providers having conversations with the members? And so 
I want to throw that back to you as we continue to ruminate on that. How do dentists and oral health providers help support social determinants of health and, and how can Medicaid health plans and all of that work together? So the first thing I would point out is that we have a number of resources available at www.guardianlife.com forward slash Medicaid dash Medicare forward slash trauma. And I've also found that if you put guardian life trauma into your search engine, that that'll actually be the first thing that shows up for you as well. Um, so there's a number of resources available there uh, for providers in particular. Um, we have an important role to play in supporting our health plan clients and addressing the social determinants of health that might be contributing to a member's inability to access care. And we actually do have an SDOH program that helps link members with SDOH needs to community resources. Through our everyday interactions with our members, we leverage behavioral interviewing to identify those SDOH needs, and then we pass the contact information of those members onto the health plan care management team so that they can be integrated into the plan's ongoing SDOH program. The programs link members to community resources to address their SDOH needs. And in instances where the health plan doesn't have an SDOH program, we can actually link the members to community resources ourselves. As a part of our SDOH program, we welcome referrals from our provider community and really anyone involved in the delivery of care. And that website that I mentioned again has a number of resources that'll really help providers understand and recognize SDOH needs. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that resource. You know, there's so much to cover under this umbrella that is uh, dental health and oral health. And I know we were only able to scratch uh, <laughs> just the surface as it relates to this topic. But if you, both of you today, if you could impress upon our listeners just one thing, what is the most critical thing listeners should walk away with or be asking themselves after they listen to this recording today? So for me, uh, the biggest thing is that the quadruple aim can allow us to effectively improve oral health without sacrificing member and provider satisfaction, and that Avesis is really well positioned to help everyone achieve that. And for me, the more we can do to, to just break down the barriers, make get more offices, make it uh, easier for the members to get and make it closer and work with them and the providers, it just creates more access and um, creates more treatment of um, conditions that need treatment. Okay. I think that's a, that's a good spot, I think, to to wrap up this conversation. Elena, as you mentioned, uh, we could have definitely kept going and, and hopefully Don and, and Dr. Lotsoff, hopefully you'll come back to join us for future episodes of Sam Says to continue uh, digging into this topic a little bit further. We'd love to have you back if you're willing. That would be wonderful. All right. That would be Fantastic. great. Thank you. Thank you both. Uh, again, a special thank you to I'm Hip Trusted Partner of Visas, a guardian company. Uh, Don Trainer and Dr. Lotsoff for taking some time to talk with us today. Elena, before we wrap up, uh, anything from the conversation that you found interesting or didn't know or that perhaps that will carry with you post-conversation? Yeah, I think... One thing that I've learned in this space is that many Americans lack access to basic affordable oral health care, and it is hard to navigate that space. As someone who has a loved one in Medicaid who I've helped 
navigate through uh, the dental space. It can be intimidating, but there is so much help and it really does take a village. Your Medicaid managed care health plan and care coordinator is available and uh, the dental providers are able to assist. And I just think about how do we all collectively come together to make this a seamless experience for our Medicaid member and ultimately improve their quality of health um, empower them um, within their healthcare space, and then also work collectively to improve their overall health and not just their oral health, but you know the social determinants and, and making sure that by taking care of these other spaces that we're also supporting their diabetes needs or um, their heart <laughs> needs as well. And so just really we'll be thinking about that collective um, community focus. All right, that's a great point, a great point, a great point to end on. Uh, if you enjoy what you've heard today, we encourage you to visit the I'm Hip website at imhip.net. That's I-A-M-H-P.net to learn more about what I'm Hip is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one today. And we also encourage you to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. If you're interested in becoming a trusted partner like Avisis, I encourage you to reach out to I'm Hip's Chief Operating Officer, our own Elena Kennedy, or again, visit the website at imhip.net. On behalf of Elena, Sam, and the wonderful team at I'm Hip, again, I'm DeRondel Beverly with the Gemini Group. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sam Says. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.